1: How do you two know each other? Her cousin and my cousin were in a relationship.
2: Okay, how long have you known each other?
1: About 12, somewhat a little over 12 years. Did you date? For about 30 seconds.
2: Okay.
0: This is the plaintiff, Bobby Bell. He says he and the defendant have been friends for 15 years, and he loaned her some money to help her get an apartment. She promised to pay him back after she got her tax refund, but was arrested for beating up her boyfriend. To be a good friend, he loaned her another 500 bucks for bail. She hasn't paid him back a dime, and he's here suing her for the $2,500 he's owed. Is the defendant Lisa Tamika Foreman? She says she and the plaintiff dated, even though there was a 40-year age difference. The money the plaintiff gave her was a gift because they were in a relationship. Now that she's dating someone else and someone younger, the plaintiff's jealousy has come to light, and he's claiming the gift was a loan. Hogwash. Oh, she owes him nothing. She knows it. He knows it. And soon, the judge will know it. She's accused of lousing up a lover. The defendant has filed a camera suit for $1,000 for mental anguish. All parties, please do your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, it come to order, please.
3: Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. you welcome, him.
2: Bobby Bell, you are suing Lisa Tamika Foreman for $2,500 in money that you say you loaned to her and she has refused to repay your counterclaiming for $1,000 for mental anguish because you feel that he used his age to manipulate you. Okay, let's hear it.
1: <coughs> your Honor, I loaned her $2,000. How do
2: you two know each other?
1: Uh, her cousin and my cousin... We're in a relationship.
2: Okay. And how long have you known each other?
1: About 12, somewhat a little over 12 years. Did you date? For about 30 seconds.
2: Okay. Uh, how long ago was that?
1: 2007, eight.
2: Okay. Uh, when did you, according to you, you loaned her money? The first time was February of 2015, correct?
1: Yes, Your Honor. And why did you loan her money? Because her life was on a roller coaster. She needed a place to stay and to take care of some bills. And the only reason I loaned her the $2,000 because she told me she had her income tax coming and that she was supposed to get about $6,000 and something back. Okay. So to cover me, I loaned her the money and had her sign a promissory note. May I see it? Yes, Your Honor.
2: And what happened? Did she pay that
1: back? No, Your Honor.
2: And so you loaned her more money? Yeah. uh, well, Because that's what I do. If somebody doesn't pay me back, the first thing I do is loan more money.
1: Well, she got busted and, and went to jail. And What'd and she get busted for? She got busted for domestic violence. And her boyfriend came over and asked me to go to the bond, and he would pay me back, and he wasn't working, and I said no. So her mother called me both times, and... They paid. They said she had 250, and that all I needed on one bond was 250, and 500 on another one later. So I did it.
2: Okay. Did you get a promissory note for those?
1: No, I just got the the uh, paperwork with my name on them saying I paid it. And
2: did she show up for court on those?
1: Yes, she did. I was there. You're right. So
2: did you get the? Oh no, that was the the fee for the bondsman. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, so you don't get that back. All no. right. So. Have you, throughout the course of time since the loan, have you been asking her to pay you back?
1: I stopped asking over a year ago, Your Honor.
2: Um, and but before that, were you asking?
1: Yes, but not. And what often, would she say? Because she was, she didn't work a lot, so she didn't she didn't pay me anything.
4: Okay, and let me hear your version of this. We started dating in two thousand eight or seven. Okay. Okay. And I moved in with him, and like he said, we were giving each other, so it was never alone. Wait, wait,
2: wait, When you moved in with him, is that when you were dating? Yes. What's the age difference between you two?
4: I'm 39. I think he's about- For about 40-something years, Your Honor. 40-something.
2: Oh, how'd that go over with people you knew, <laughs> that you were moving in with somebody 40 years older than you?
4: Well, it didn't go well, <laughs> but, you know.
2: Why did you? You were in we- love?
4: I wouldn't say so much. It was monetary, financially convenient? No, it wasn't about that either. It was just about, I mean... (laughs) But why are you staring her down
2: like that? It sounds like both of you got exactly what you bargained for. You wanted to date somebody 40 years younger, which you have no business doing. And you wanted to a sugar daddy, which you also have no business doing. Why are you both like all of a sudden looking at each other like who's going to embarrass who? You embarrass yourselves. You don't need my help. How long were you living with him? Well, it's interesting to me because you have a counterclaim for for $1,000 for mental anguish because you were manipulated. So... It's relevant. I'm trying to understand how you were manipulated. How were you manipulated?
4: Because he was telling me things that to do. And I was doing them. And he knew about his wisdom. And why is it he? His wisdom. Whatever. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> wisdom. That's new. <laughs> his wisdom.
2: OK. So he says he loaned you $2,000 and then $500 and then $250 that you paid. According to you, she paid back $250. 250.
4: Uh, what's your position on that? Well, the $2,000, it, was like, it wasn't like it was so much he loaned it to me. Okay, It was just like, it is not like he just gave me the $2,000 in my hand and said, okay, here's what you need. It was just like gifts throughout the relationship. So that added up. But the bail money, yes, I did. I Wait. So,
2: what do you mean by "give"? He says he specifically loaned you two thousand dollars for you to get an apartment.
4: He did not physically give me two thousand dollars.
2: Did he give it to the
4: to the landlord? No, it was bits and pieces, and he is added it bits it. and pieces that you've added up? What is it?
1: I gave uh, the uh, apartment complex about twelve hundred dollars first last month rent and deposit, and I paid her electric that she was behind on, and I put the rest in her hand, your honor.
2: Does that sound familiar? No, it does not, Your Honor. Okay. And uh, why would he be making it up? What's he mad at? All of a sudden, because supposedly this happened in 2015. So now, why are we here three years later? He finally files a lawsuit.
4: He has no contact with me no more, or he, I'm not no longer in his life, or I don't really know why it came up.
2: Um,
4: did you hand me the promissory note? Yes, right, right
2: below, right.
4: Did you sign this? Here.
2: Now, according to you, you had her sign the promissory note after the loans, right? How long after you loaned her the money for the
4: apartment? I had her... uh, This was June the 11th of 2016. Did did you sign that? Yes, I did. Why'd you sign it if you don't know it? I don't remember... It's been so long ago. I don't remember actually what took place or why I signed that or what was the case because it's like I said, it was so much going on between us. So I really don't remember like what was the sign. What, what?
2: Well, uh, one of on. the things you said in your answer to the complaint was around two thousand nine or two thousand ten. The plaintiff had me sign a document giving him you know, power, power of over attorney t- over me because he wanted me to collect SSI.
4: Exactly. Tell me about that. Well, he's he told me that. Well, he told me that he could get me SSI, disability. And he said he wasn't going to get it if I was going to take the benefits and run with it. You understand? So he felt like I should sign that to let him know that when I get it, that I would give him money for getting me on it. What were
2: you going to get? You were going to get SSI for what?
4: For life. I mean, disability. No, I, I a- know, but why was he in charge of helping you to get that? Because he he told me that's what I... He told me that that's what I needed and he could get it because I have a heart murmur and other issues. And he felt- a Heart like murmur, my husband has a heart murmur. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? lots
2: of people have heart murmurs.
4: Well, that's just, that's what I was told. So did you
2: apply for SSI?
4: No, we never applied for it.
2: Okay, so, but you gave him a power of attorney to do what? Anything he wanted?
4: No, to get me SSI.
2: Okay, so did the, the power of attorney that you signed, did it specifically say to get him? Did you ever sign a power of attorney?
1: She wanted me to help her with legal questions, problems that she may have had. Are you a lawyer? No, I'm not. OK. She asked me. What to, legal
2: questions would she
1: want to Uh that? If she went to the uh, family, people that do welfare and people that do food stamps and that type of stuff, she asked me to go along with her and help her understand if she didn't understand something. OK. So but what does that
2: have to do with signing a power of attorney? What was that for? She
1: was discussing her life and the problems that she had. No, no, but discussing
2: her life, signing a power of attorney would enable you to cash her checks. So what was your cut of the SSI that you were going to have her apply for? It
1: wasn't her SSI, Your Honor. Whose SSI was it? It was for her daughter. She wanted me to try to get her daughter on SSI.
4: Okay. How old is the daughter? My daughter is 15. At the time, my daughter was like 9 or 10 years old. And I did not need your help to get my daughter SSI, like?
1: Your Honor, I went to the doctors for her. Oh I made appointments God, for her. And the only reason she stopped was because of her baby's, her daughter's father. I can't do this. This man is- That's crazy. the only reason. The only reason she stopped what? Uh, He's- Having me try to get her on SSI because the daughter didn't show up for the appointments that I had made for, and I have never used the power of attorney for anything. Yeah.
4: Your Honor, he's lying. He did use the power of attorney because he called the people for my taxes because he said that I was going to give him two thousand dollars out my taxes, and he called the people. And the people asked him, could they use the information? He has used that power of attorney a lot, and then he's going to tell. And then he made it for two thousand and twenty. So now that it's almost over, now he want to come with this. He's lying, Your Honor.
5: Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So she is thirty-nine, he is seventy-nine. Does that ever make sense?
2: No, gold digger.
5: Wow, yeah. you're putting it on her. Yeah. Woo. What do you say? I agree, gold digger. Okay, well, wait a minute. If you're right, and she's getting what she wants and he's getting what he wants, what's wrong with it?
6: If it's good for them, it's good for me.
5: Exactly, <laughs> going
6: inside the courtroom.
2: He used the power of attorney to try to get the IRS to pay him your yes. refund? Yes. I guess you've got to be careful about what you sign. Exactly. Yeah.
1: She wanted me to check on her. I, income tax. I don't know about that. You're out. And I have the I information right here from her tax. Because
4: you did use the power of attorney.
1: And it's more than just about me helping her. I got the power of attorney for her whole entire life.
2: Well, Why where's the power
4: of attorney for her whole entire life?
1: Well, until 2040, I think.
4: Yeah, let me have that. Why would you make some the up? 2040, you said 20. He done. Here's what
2: he did. He had you sign a general power of attorney from now until 2040, which is, of course, absolutely frickin absurd. Um, No judge will end up enforcing this. The only thing that makes it an official court document is that he went to the clerk's office paid $12 or whatever, and recorded it. That's all it means. So here, before all the people present, would you like to revoke the power of attorney that you gave him? Yes. Okay, so let it be written, and so let it be done. <laughs>
1: okay. I already knew that it wasn't worth anything, Your Honor. Uh,
2: so why did you hold it? Pardon me?
1: I already knew it wasn't worth anything. Because it's not worth anything. Legal authorities had told me that all she had to do was say no. Well, no, she no. just
2: said no. And so we just... now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about the money and anything else that's going on here. But your your power of attorney over this girl you dated who was 40 years younger than you and, and uh you know, it's funny because I was kind of ridiculing your lawsuit um because I think you, you know, got something out of whatever you wanted to get out of it and now it does seem like you got <laughs> kind of manipulated but um <laughs> That doesn't allow you to collect thousand dollars on your counterclaim against him for a thousand dollars because you feel he manipulated you um, you know wake up, open your eyes and if you're going to bring life into the world, you need to be a little more alert okay don't be signing documents for somebody else to control your life until 2040. all right you have to be able to connect your brain cells all right and on your lawsuit against her, why did you
4: sign a promissory note if? You didn't owe the money. He kept using his power of attorney over me. He kept, like, just saying everything. Oh, I got, remember, I got the power of attorney, remember? And so it was like, Yeah, okay.
2: but that's just to get you to pay this. That's why he went to the IRS to try to grab the 2000 from there with the power of attorney. But what I want to know is why you signed this. Because if someone comes up to me and says, you owe me $50,000, ah, that doesn't make me owe them $50,000, okay? It, you know, if he tells you this, and you sign it it seems to me like you know darn well where the money came from that the money had to do with getting you hooked up into that apartment so you certainly got something out of the wisdom you know and you did pay back the 250 bail why didn't you pay back the 500 bail i don't
4: know
2: y'all right i'm ruling in favor of the plaintiff in the amount of the $2,500 you got to pay the man back cuz i believe you owe it all right, just mm-hmm. as this distasteful this as I may find this whole thing. Good luck.
6: So when all is said and done, the plaintiff is finally going to get his $2,500 back. Do you agree you owe him
4: $2,500 or not? Think, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, what, is what, that,
6: what does that mean? It is what it
4: is. I mean, that's what the judge said I owe Yeah, him, but so. I
6: mean, he gave you money, right? He you did. signed it.
4: Yeah, it's good.
6: It's good. Okay. All right. Here comes Bobby Bell. Well, you're finally going to get that money back. What do you think about that power of attorney? Judge just tore it up. Did you know it was, was, you know, you said you knew it was no good. I knew
1: as long as she, if I tried to take care of something for her and she told them, no, you can't, I don't want him to get that information, Mm -hmm. then I knew it was
6: invalid. Why'd you make it to 2040? Where'd you come up with that? Figure? I don't know. That's <laughs> just was pretty came, wild. I do just you know? came up with it. You, something else. All right. Well, <laughs> you're going to get your money back anyway, OK? I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you do. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you.
5: 2040. <laughs> Harvey? OK, Doug, look, don't be a sucker. If this really were a loan and you get stiff the first time, you don't loan money the second time. It just doesn't make sense. Now we'll do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
0: This is the plaintiff, Craig Coase. He says he's been in business for 40 years and has never had the problems he's had with the defendant, a not nice lady who's mad all the time. Bottom line, he was hired to replace a carport which was damaged in Hurricane Irma. He did the work perfectly. It passed inspection and the defendant didn't pay him in full. He doesn't work for free. He's owed $1,494 and is suing for just that. This is the defendant, Regina Ahern. She says her house was flooded because the plaintiff took down a gutter during a bad rainstorm and her floors were ruined. The carport was a shoddy mess. The pieces of aluminum didn't match up and his assistant, which is his son, is legally blind for goodness sakes. She paid him what he was entitled to and refuses to give him a penny more for his unsatisfactory work. She's accused of only paying a portion.
5: All parties, please use your radiance. Right Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff was hired to replace a carport that was damaged in Hurricane Irma, yeah, and that. the plaintiff says the defendant stiffed him. But the defendant says the job was a mess and had his legally blind son helping him. It's the case of rocking me like a hurricane.
2: Okay, Craig Koss. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you're suing Regina Ahern and Dorothy Roman. Uh, who's Regina? For $1,494 that you have been shorted on a job that you did for them. Uh, what happened here?
3: Well, on, uh, from the hurricane last September, uh, we were contracted with Mrs. Roman and Mrs. Ahern for uh, $2,994 for completing a carport that was damaged.
2: May I see? Uh, do you have a contract that you're looking at? Yes, ma'am. May I see the contract? What had been damaged during the hurricane, ma'am?
7: The trim on the front. This is
2: Irma? Yes.
7: Yeah, okay. Yes. The trim on the front and about a 12 by 12 area to the carport. Also, he replaced five um, support beams and there was supposed to be three downspouts, but he put okay, two in. Okay, now ends. who
2: signed the contract?
7: My sister. She's oh. not here.
2: Okay. And who's this lady?
7: Moral support, my friend Pauline.
2: Okay, and you have authority to represent your sister? Yes. And you had your sister sign the contract because you couldn't be there that day or something?
7: I, I only go down there to visit. I don't live down there. Okay, the so you around. authorized
2: her to sign the contract on your behalf? Yes. What was, how did they fall short of the $2,994 job? The work that was done. How? How um,
7: it? Would you like to see some pictures? I would. But you can okay. stay where you okay. are and just hand me the okay. pictures.
2: Unless um, you feel like you have to explain them. Um, Let me see them.
7: I put the original picture of the house. It, everything matches on the trim. OK. When, the original so what are your complaints? Tell me your complaints. Nothing match, matches up. The house looks like a rooster. There's a big flap on the front that, that, with a good wind, would blow over. You can see through the carport where the water's still coming in. Come
2: on over here. I am going to need you to okay. explain. OK. OK. What is this picture here? That's the original
7: house. And see how everything meets up? All the seams meet. I, well, I can't because it's from across the street. Okay, and then
2: this is from one this inch away. This is the
7: work. This is the work that he did. Um, it's just sticking up, what not is attached to anything. That's what the is that? trim.
2: Okay, on and the
7: top f- of the house.
2: The trim on the top of the house, right? And the
7: right side. This is the left side, so it doesn't match up. with which the Which is old the trim. side
2: that he did? This side or this side? Both.
7: You paid him to do both of these? It was supposed to extend down to the edge, like on the, other, on the original house. Everything matches, all the ends meet. There's a picture of the old trim with the new trim. They don't match and the water goes right through. Okay. What's that's this? the right side over the carport. That's, they meet, but it's open. Water can still come through. Okay. That's the, that's all, that's the left side. You can see the old piece sticking up and it, nothing matches up on the house. OK, and then... This is a part of the roof on, on, underneath the uh, carport. What is this
2: exactly? Is this a mobile home?
7: Yes. OK, go on. So he replaced the beam and left it about six inches from the edge and put duct tape.
2: Where, does, where is this beam supposed to go?
7: To the edge, I would assume. I mean, not, not five or six inches from the edge and you put duct tape. That you can see out the top of the carport. Still, that's a week and a half ago. So the water can come in there.
2: Okay, and what is that? What is this right here that I'm looking at? I have no idea this what I'm looking at. This is a piece of trim, and this is the top of the
7: carport, and this is where you can see outside.
2: And this is supposed to be connected so that water doesn't right, come through. Correct. Okay, go ahead and go back. Um, Mr. Koss. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I would like for you to come over here and defend the things she says about you. Same spot. According to her, there were problems in your construction. These are your pictures? Yes, ma'am. Okay, And these pictures look really nice. But then she has pictures. Well, first of all, she's complaining about that because you have, um, with the first strong wind, if that's not miter attached to something, it's going to
3: blow. It's attached to the, the front of the house. with.
2: Yeah, but just on the bottom, right?
3: It's attached. Right through the middle of them, right here, all the way through. It's it's not going to blow off unless we get a hurricane. And well, gonna, yeah, course. not that
2: that would happen in Florida, but <laughs> right. okay, um,
3: okay. And it passed inspection. Now, in
2: her uh, in the prior picture of her house, um, everything reaches to the end and everything yes. meets. Why isn't that what they you don't, did?
3: They don't. make that kind of material anymore. That's.
2: But you could always make it so that it met. I mean, what do you
3: mean they don't make that kind of material anymore? Uh, the aluminum changes periodically. Then and you just change this, all
2: of the aluminum so that yeah. it meets, and you tell her, that. listen, this is a bigger job.
3: Right. Well, I wasn't even going to put the trim across the top like I got it here, but I put it on there because to make it look nicer. Uh, I couldn't do it the way she wanted it. It's just impossible.
2: Okay. Well, um, what is that showing right there?
3: Oh, that's that's the valance that goes across the front.
2: Right. Her complaint is that she can see sky, which means that she's getting that yeah. it, it's not.
3: If she would have told me that, I would have gone back and. So that's not I would, right, I would, right. I would. I put Put. Put what? It look. I would have put some sealer on that. If I. I don't had want sealer like on a... this. I want you to no. do it
2: right when you yeah. do it. No. I got, Right.
3: It probably. I don't know why it's got daylight. But that doesn't.
2: That's not supposed to happen.
3: Yeah. It, right. Okay. She never told me about it. Otherwise, why does she have to
2: tell you about it? You have eyeballs. All right. So now this here. What is this? This is what she's talking about, I guess, that we're looking at. So you don't have that. What's that duct tape over this? What's going on there?
3: That's not duct tape. Looks like duct tape. What is that's, it? It's called, called a peel and seal. It's called on then that's that's put on to block the water from going in there.
2: But what is that?
3: That's uh I honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't know what that is.
2: Did you put that peel put and seal that, on no, it? No,
3: I didn't put that on there. I didn't put any duct tape on anything.
2: Well, you just said that wasn't duct no, tape, that that was I, peel
3: and seal. From here, from here, it looks like something I did, but that's this, this is nothing that I did.
2: Where
7: is that? Can you tell me where that is? That's in the carport where he replaced the new car, part of the carport. There's a beam there, and... It doesn't reach to the end where the um, trim is. And is that
2: something he replaced? Yes. Is that, that's, what, is, what am I looking at that's covered? Is
7: that a gutter or a beam? It's a, some type of beam that I would assume would go to the end to
2: meet at least It's a beam the made of what?
3: Aluminum. This is nothing I did.
2: What about that? What's going on there?
3: That's where the gutter meets the valance.
2: Right. And her complaint is that it doesn't meet it, that well, it's not no, cut right, it's not, it, you know, it it's, doesn't it's meet, there's right, a hole.
3: It, there's no water that can come through that. Why not? That's up above. That's just a trim. Yeah,
2: well, why doesn't it meet? Why isn't it flush? Why is there, why can you see daylight between it? Okay, go ahead and go back there. Oh, and sir? Oh, let sorry. me ask you some more questions. Um, when you get paid, she shorts you... By $1,494, yes, correct? Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. She tells you, I'm um, only paying, had she paid you a down payment or no?
3: $500 down payment.
2: Okay, so she paid you um, $1,000. Yes, ma'am. Right. And then what did she say?
3: She said, jobs, that's all a job is worth.
2: How did you make the Suis decision that the <laughs> job was worth exactly? $1,000.
7: Like- I actually didn't think it was worth even that. The guy did a lousy job. He fell off the ladder. Um, t- t- he was always ranting and raving. He went to the neighbor's house. I sent him in a text not to go near the neighbors again. They were going to call the police if he started Wait, any what was he ranting and raving them. to the
2: neighbors about?
5: So if you hire a contractor and the contractor doesn't do a great job, can you withhold some of the money you owe him to reflect? The problems in the job.
6: Absolutely yes. You can.
5: Yes. What do you say? I say yes. Even though you owe him the money, and you, don't, you so you don't have to assume separately, you can just withhold. Well, he owed me a good job. Okay. okay. Fair <laughs> point. What do you say? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. I'd I go with what she's saying. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Going <laughs> going go inside the courtroom.
7: My neighbor next door. The day he was carrying on, and the um, inspector was a witness. He was uh, verbally a verbally, vulgar, abusing me and... Abusing my, you? Yes. And my neighbors spoke up and said... Same what uh, The son, especially that day, was saying, get in the house. You don't know what you're talking about. Because I told them there was water coming through the roof. I put a hose up that morning to, on the roof. I took a ladder and put a hose on the roof that they
2: replaced. And the water was pouring through it. All right. the- Part of the problem with her complaints is, uh, is when things don't meet at the seam, that's a like- She's right to expect that they're going to meet at the seam. That's your only job is to take that aluminum you bought and miter it so that it meets at the seams. I mean, I realize it's aluminum; I, it's not going to be, you know, completely perfect. But geez, I mean, you know, somebody has to call you back to say, "Hey, there, I can see the the sky." In the, they don't have to call you back. You should be doing it right the first time. You know what? I'm ruling in favor of the defendant.
6: Well, the plaintiff fails to prove his case. The defendant had pictures. The judge thinks she did a lousy job. What do you think?
3: The judge can't see it where it's really at. She saw some pictures.
6: Yeah, but the pictures tell the story. Yeah. No? No. Well, unfortunately for you, Yeah. you didn't pass the test. Right. You know, in court, it was a bad day. Right. right. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. Thank you very much. All right, Mr. Hearn. Good for you. You stuck up for what you believe was right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Won. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's OK now. I'm happy. You're happy. As long as you're happy, we're happy. OK, okay Thank I you. I guess. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you must you. go sign some documents. Thank you very much.
5: Harvey. OK, Doug, well, look, a homeowner can withhold partial payment. But what you withhold has to reflect the problems with the job. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now.
0: This is the plaintiff, James Nance. He says he lives in a senior residence and was called to the office to get a new sticker for his car so he could park in the lot near his apartment. He immediately went to the office to get the sticker and when he went to put it on his car, his car was gone. It got towed. He's now out $183.50 and is suing the defendant because he screwed things up with the tow company. This is the defendant, Joseph Perry. He says there was a resident meeting on September 12th informing tenants of a new sticker and a new tow company. On September 18th, he contacted the plaintiff, telling him he better get his new sticker because towing was gonna commence the next day. The plaintiff failed to display the new sticker by the next day as instructed. He broke the rules and he was towed, end of story. He's accused of being in a sticky situation.
5: All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the dog The plaintiff lives in a senior complex and says that he was following all the rules, but they ended up towing him nonetheless. Now, the defendant says they had a new towing policy and the plaintiff didn't get on board. It's the case of not towing the line.
2: Thank you, Douglas You're welcome James Nance. Yes. You are suing Joseph Perry and Riverdale senior apartments. Um... Represented here by the owner Joseph Perry. Okay, for one hundred and eighty-three dollars, the uh, money that you spent when your car got towed, which you feel was their fault. Talk to me. What happened?
8: Well, on September fifteenth, um, I was woken by a phone call from my uh, building manager in my senior residence, stating. What's
2: that, a senior residence?
8: Uh, it's a senior living center. How old are you? Uh, I'm sixty-three.
2: What qual? Uh, what is? <laughs> I used to sound. I bet you think that's old, don't you? Not <laughs> um, do, I. Like, how old do you have to be to be able to live in this? Like, is it government subsidized? Like, how does it work? Uh,
1: similar. Yeah, 62 and older.
2: 62 and older. Mm-hmm. And how old do you say you were? 63. 63. All right. So, um, so what happens to you? They switch. Uh, my understanding is that you guys switch tow companies. Correct. That's correct. And let me ask him first, and then you tell me how it ended up. When you switched tow companies, what kind of notice did you give your customers? Well, your on,
1: on September 12th, we had a resident meeting.
2: But are resident meetings mandatory?
1: Uh, no, they're not, but th- there were notices published. Where? Um, in the lobby, in the elevator, uh, notifying that everybody needed to have Did you new mail sticker?
2: anything to everybody? No,
1: no, because okay. everybody's
2: not. All right, so you find out for the first time that you need a new sticker, how?
1: Uh, the
8: On September 15th at at 9.45 in the morning.
2: Fifteen. How do you find out? You get a call? You get I a got letter? I got a phone
8: what call. You- I, they, they called me and told me, you need to come downstairs immediately. We've changed the stickers to go on your car. You need to come get your sticker or your car is going to be towed. Okay. So I get up in the morning. Um, I have quite a few health issues, so it gets tough for me in the morning, but I just jumped up. You know throw on just anything to go downstairs without doing the normal you know get yourself together and i went down and spoke with uh the building manager and she um, let me know that again that i need to uh, put the sticker on the car because the uh, they've changed towing companies okay um uh, she so what told did me you do did you put she, the she, sticker on the car well she told me they would be, they would be coming uh, that evening okay of course there was no a uh, real expedience in her voice. Like I don't know, I wrote urgent. down
2: when you said, Cut, you have to immediately change your sticker or the car will be towed. I wrote it down. Okay, That well, sounded I'm, pretty, I mean, but why wouldn't you just go to your car and put the new sticker on? Why would you because, wait?
8: Because she said they would not be coming until that evening. How does and she know when
2: the tow guys are going to do their drill and drive by? Uh,
8: well, of course the surprised Did she me. admit
2: that she said to him, take your time? No. No.
1: just the opposite. There okay. was you urgency. have an
2: affidavit from her?
1: I
6: do, Your Honor.
2: Right. And the whole point was exactly how you just testified a second ago when you slipped and said she said, come down here immediately because we're switching tow companies. That uh, on September 18th, she says That's the date I
8: have, Your Honor. I also What day fa- was a tow? It was what? on the fifth. It was on the 15th.
2: Okay. Can I see the tow papers? Sure. Okay. Uh, I noticed some tenants had still not picked up their new sticker. And uh, either me or Betty called each tenant to remind them to pick it up. He came to the office, picked up his sticker, and we told him, along with everybody else who picked up the sticker, they needed to put the sticker on the car or you're going to be subject to tow, which was acknowledged in writing by the tenant per the attached exhibit. Okay, so you picked it up on the 16th, but according to you, according to them, it was towed on the 15th. The 18th has to be a wrong day because you did pick it up the day they called. So she has to just be um, mistaken about the 18th. Well, this is interesting. But wait a second. That's important, you see, because here on the. uh, Please complete the required parking liability agreement. Um, The tenant writes his name and it says September 18th. Wait, but I know the tow was on the 15th. So this isn't. Making sense.
5: Okay, so this guy lives in a seniors' complex, and you know they have a towing policy, and he didn't follow it. Should they go easier on him in that complex than say um, a business would with a stranger that parks illegally?
6: No, as long as the policy is in place and the individual is aware about it.
5: Okay, what do you say? I agree. It shouldn't be. uh, He pays rent. He does the whole thing. But a policy is a policy. So. okay anybody anybody have any sympathy here you uh, got guys- oh sympathy
4: no <laughs>
2: that's actually happened to me before. What happens is, if you let someone, if you let it happen where someone else can park in the spot, all that happens is then your neighbor parks in your spot. Okay, you should have... It's like open parking. It's like a
6: domino effect, yeah. Okay, you
5: should have just ended in sympathy, no. let a child say something. Oh, okay. <laughs> say? Oh my God, she's scared to death going inside the courtroom. Well, if he says that the car was towed post-sticker, then there's a problem with the date
1: on one of those.
2: No, that the but, car was towed on the 15th and you have him signing a release that is dated but, the 18th.
1: But he was he acknowledges that he was issued the sticker and the car was towed after. Oh, for sure. I would I would state that there was acknowledgment by the plaintiff that the sticker So you got was the sticker. Given. Let's
2: talk about what you do when you get the sticker. What do you do? According to you, you took your time because she said, take your time, mm. all right? But except for that you had to run down, half dressed before your morning routine in order to get it because it was such an emergency. But she said, take your time and then literally tell me what you do. You don't, you're already outside. You're already there. You don't just walk to your car and put the stupid sticker I'm, on.
8: I'm, I'm not outside. I'm, I'm downstairs in the lobby. Uh, and where's in, your in car? The... Is
2: your car up on a top floor?
8: It's out, It's outside in the parking lot. Right,
2: and you're in the lobby, so you're halfway yeah. out to the lot to to where your car is. Why don't you just walk and put the sticker on your
8: car? Because she told me they would not be coming to that evening. And I had not taken my medication. I hadn't brushed my teeth, done anything. Okay,
2: so after you took your medication and brushed your teeth, did you go downstairs and put the sticker on the yes.
8: car? Yes. Well, oh, I went, I, let's oh, see I, if no, that's no, what you no, say no, in your complaint. No, oh, went, okay, so <laughs> what did you do? I went downstairs to put the sticker on the car and run it. errand. When heiress, did you go
2: downstairs to put the sticker on the car? It
8: was around 4, 4, 5 o'clock.
2: And what time was it that you got the sticker?
8: That was nine uh, nine forty nine, 9 forty five. When does
2: the, the day they call you and the day they give you the sticker? They have you sign this? No. They have you come down three days later after your car gets towed and you're angry and you sign this? Yes. Because I don't Excuse buy me. that either.
8: Okay. See, yeah.
2: something went wrong here on the dates, but I'm not going to buy that you, who were so angry about this that you were immediately demanding reimbursement. Would sign something saying "I hereby waive, uh, you know, any liability on their part." Okay. This doesn't seem like something you'd sign three days later.
8: My assumption is that liability meant any damages that occurred in the parking lot to my car. I was okay. upset that they would actually. Well, it's, it's
2: entitled. Yeah, I could see how that would that would
8: exactly. look that way. Yes. Yeah. N- it had nothing to do with the, with the parking.
2: Yeah, I don't see how this, uh, I think he's right about that. I think that you're trying to snow me when you say that this <laughs> has something to do with the tow thing. That's why the 18th is on it, because there's not a word in there about tow. It's all about damage. But in any event, let's talk about the wisdom of you getting a sticker in the morning, and then you waiting until 4 to put it on, and then you getting upset, okay. and and demanding that they reimburse $272 plus $11 for a to cap.
8: Okay. Um,
2: if you're had, gonna just keep saying to me, they told me there was no rush, you realize no, you got a real uphill n- battle. No. Because you told me how they rushed you down there to get the sticker and how you had to get down there half dressed and with not I'm having not done, day done day. your routine. Your routine doesn't take <laughs> until four in the afternoon, my friend. Mm-hmm. And wh- and you say you go down to do it at four in the afternoon. What time do they say they towed it? At
8: 2.44 in the afternoon. Yeah,
2: yeah. it shouldn't take it till 2.44. You're downstairs now with a sticker in your hand. Why wouldn't you just walk over?
8: Because I was told they wouldn't be there till that evening, and I had not yet what taken What time my that
2: evening were you told they would be there?
8: They told me they would not be there until that night. They gave me no specific time frame, uh, except for saying that night. And I had not yet taken one well, medication. Time, what if you
2: think night means nine, and they think night means six?
8: That's, that's, a, that, that's exactly the truth. I thought it, now night. Now it sounds night like maybe you should have walked at, to your
2: car and put the stupid sticker on, right?
8: I, I thought that right, night meant yeah, when the no, sun goes when the sun goes down. you're
2: completely out of gas. You have zero. I gotta tell you something. I'm thinking. You know what? You're running an elderly site. Maybe you know he's confused and dehydrated, and he needs. You know, maybe you should give him a little extra time on this. And maybe you guys should, because your exact statement was, if it was so important, they should have walked me out to put the sticker on. You are like six years older than I am, all right? And I think you're trying to milk it. And my verdict in this case is for the defendant.
6: So the plaintiff fails to prove his case here in the court. Mr. Nance, didn't work. You waited too long. That's what the judge said.
8: Well, um, again, they had stated that they had had, had a meeting and, and that the, they had announced that they were going to be giving out the stickers, which just
6: did not happen. Well, it was posted. That's what he said. It was lobby it, and everything. But else. it wasn't posted either. Well, according to him, it was don't a, you think? a play on words. OK, very good. Sorry about that. Thank good you. try. I don't think you thought you'd get brought into court for this, did you? I did not. Yeah, surprise. Quite surprised. anybody else sue you? Anybody else get towed? To your Mm. knowledge? Uh, Not that I know of. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you. you. Okay. Good enough. Thank Thank you you you. very much. All right,
5: (laughs) Harvey. Okay. Well, they have no sympathy, but they're also right that uh, you owe no additional duty if somebody's paying rent. If you have a policy, they violate the policy. Guess what? You get towed. Don't text and drive. Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubilit Production.